Hi, and welcome to episode 23 of Be The Drop, a weekly podcast that investigates how to create genuine connection with your community. I'm Amelia Veal, and through my interviews with a wide range of top communicators, I share the secrets to great communication. In this interview, I chat with the energetic and inspirational Fiona Redding, founder of The Happiness Hunter, a global community for connection, expansion, and growth. The Happiness Hunter provides a space for people to get clear on who they are, what they want for their life, where they are going, and how to get there. Fiona discusses how we are more when we are connected to the truth of ourselves, to each other, and to the world. We delve into how Fiona shares strategies with her community to change their mindset to create deep shifts in both life and business. This is Fiona's version of Be The Drop. Well, hello, Fiona, and thank you so much for joining me on our next episode of Be The Drop. Thank you for having me here, Amelia. And I see that you've brought in your item of significance, which is something that connects you with your community. So can you share with us today what that is? I certainly can. So when you said I need to bring something of significance, like the first thing that popped into my mind was I need to bring my runners. So um, the Happiness Hunter community is basically built around walking and connection and balance and um, being together and being with other people and doing stuff that is helping us feel better about ourselves and more connected to ourselves and to each other and to nature. So it's a community that's really built around um, helping us be happier in our lives, I suppose. And a really key part of that is having a good connection, you know, mind, body, spirit. And walking in nature is one of the most best ways you can actually do that. Fantastic. Your community definitely, to me, epitomises what Be The Drop is all about. And that's, you know, the waterfall begins with one drop and, yeah. you know, you're bringing people together to create happiness. I just think it's absolutely amazing what you do. Yeah. So can you just explain a little bit, like, so who who is this community of people that are coming together? So it sort of started uh, when I went through a pretty, um, oh, you know, it was a period of my life where I really needed to make some pretty significant changes in the way I was actually living my life. And I really recognised that for me to become healthier and happier within my life, I needed to be connected with good people. I needed to be exercising. I wanted to be um, giving back in some way. You know, I think meaning in our real, true meaning in our lives comes through our service to others. You know, it, it really does. So the more we can connect and build a community that is actually about helping each of us be better in ourselves and supporting other people, sort of, I suppose, in that journey, the happier I became. And so the idea of the walks was really about, I needed to find time to build exercise into my day and to make it a priority. So not something that needed to happen um, outside of work or outside of this. So it really started with this idea of moving away from this concept of work-life balance, you know, and work-life balance sort of says your work's here and your life's here. It doesn't exist, like it's all your life. It's all, no, it's all our life. and. People are always having this conversation about work-life balance and how do you find the balance. It's like, well, if you just get balanced within your life and understand who you want to be in your life and how you want to be in your life and what you want for your life and you give yourself clear um, 
a clear vision for what that actually looks like and allow the space to enable that life to become, I suppose, that's actually when you start to achieve the balance in all the areas of your life. And that, that kind of understanding came to me through regular walking, building a community of other people that really aspired to that same kind of way of being in their lives as well themselves. Mm, fantastic. As you were talking then, um, a book that I read called The One Thing came to yeah. mind, you know, and it actually talks about counterbalance yeah. and that work-life balance is totally non-achievable, yeah. that it's counterbalancing and at one point you might need to focus on yeah. work and then one... Yeah. But you need to be clear, I think the idea of this idea of life integration is actually being really clear about the vision you have for the person you want to be in your life. So not where you, you know, what you want to have and achieve and all of those things, you know, moving the measures of success away from arbitrary externally focused things to actually what is a measure of success in my life is the person I am becoming. That is what a truly successful life is. It's not about runs on the board or anything like that. Those things are kind of transitory you know it's actually about the essence and the core of who you actually want to be and that is as you say at different times there's going to be different priorities and different areas of focus that you'll be focusing on but you're making them in an informed and holistic those decisions in an informed and holistic way mm. so I can say well people used to say to me all the time when I was starting the walks and I used to go on every single walk like I used to lead them all I've now got a leadership program so leaders lead their walks and I mentor the leaders and they used to say to me, oh my gosh, I, mean, I just don't know how you find the time. And I'm like, I spend over 50% of my working week walking or driving to walks. But I actually am much more productive than most people I know in terms of what I'm actually doing in my business, in my life. I get, my output is enormous, but it's because I'm very focused about what I'm doing and I'm really good and um, I come at everything that I'm doing with a very positive attitude. I feel very good and balanced within myself. So I make better decisions and I take better action so I'm not spending eight hours a day at work, nine to five. I might spend some days two hours at work, but those two hours are laser focused and I'm feeling good and I've connected and I've done other things to build my business that um, I guess required me to fa have faith that what I was doing, that looking after myself as my number one priority and teaching other people how to do that and giving them the space to do that as well was actually going to be the path to my greatest success. Mm, I really like that holistic approach yeah. and, and getting what you're calling the laser focus. Yeah. That's brilliant. You, you know, pro productivity's yeah. up, time down. But you get that focus when you're balanced within yourself and you get that balance when you are exercising, when you are nourishing your body properly, when you are taking time to meditate and you are taking time to establish and cultivate and nurture really amazing relationships in your life. That is what creates balance. You know, when you are connected to a strong community that you feel you can give to because you want to give to that community and see that community grow. And the community is growing through the community's dedication and input to the growth of that community, not through anything that I'm doing. All I did was like spark a seed. You know, I'm just, I was just the facilitator of an idea. Yeah, and so this really draws on the value of this community. One of my questions is I ask around the value of community yeah. to you and it's obviously very powerful. Yeah. You know, you're, you're really taking a personal growth yeah. um, perspective to this. So it's very much a, a giving back reward. So can you just explain to me that value of community and how you see that? Yeah, so the, like the bit the Happiness Hunter, I've been very clear right from the start, there's three kind of core values to the Happiness Hunter. It's a community that is based on connection, reciprocity and well-being. And this idea of connection, and as I said before, that's it's not just connection to a community as such, it's actually connection to the truth of who we are. Like to 
the essence of us and getting rid of all the the doubt and the fears and all the, the stuff that's telling us that we can't do these things and we're not capable and we're not good enough and actually saying that none of that is true. You know, the potential within each of us is unlimited. So how do we actually tap into that and harness that? And we do that through a contribution to a community largely. And so, but it's the connection to ourselves, it's connection to community, it's the connection to nature, it's to getting outside, it's the connection to our, you know, the, um, phys our physical body, like getting back into our physical body. Uh, and then reciprocity. So this is like this idea of giving first with no real expectation of anything in return. Like just give. It's a good thing to do. It makes you feel good. And if we're in a community, which we are now in the Happiness Hunter, where literally everybody is giving because they want to, guess what happens when you need something? Mm. It's like a miracle. I'm not joking. Like it's... And it's the, the things that are happening and the support that I'm getting as well because of the support that I've given to other people because it helped me during a really challenging time in my life, that's all being paid forward out into their families and their other colleagues and clients. And it's the, the ripple effect from this community is already being felt. And it's a very, it's still not a massively big community. It is growing, but it's, you know, a few hundred people. Like I'm beyond excited to see where that's going to go. But then, the other, as I said, this other core value is about well-being, and that's that holistic well-being. That's a physical, mental, spiritual, social, you know, the actual, the emotional well-being. We're actually, like, caring enough about ourselves. We care enough mm. about ourselves and each other that we want to be happy and we want to be fully balanced people and we want to be showing up the best we can in our lives every day. And that's the number one priority. Like, what's more important than that? Mm. It, it helps manage all of it. I, I love when you're talking about there that the ripple effect, yeah. the ripple effect of community. And I think that, yeah. that, that valuation of that is so important. You mentioned that, you know, you've been going for three years. How long has it really taken you to build traction within that community? So when I first started the walks, I used to go on a lot of walks on my own because it was this really good idea that I had, you know, I was like, this is a good idea. It's going all this business networking things and it didn't really resonate with me. And I just wanted to exercise and have chats with people like that's how I want to build my business through relation through genuine relationships and so at the start people would say it was a really good idea but again I'm too busy I've got work to do I'm not coming on the walk but I showed up to every single walk and I went and then there would be like one or two people would come and they'd slip off and then I think the first walk that really got going was a Fairfield walk and that's probably been going for about two and a bit years. And initially I tried walks monthly, I tried walks weekly, I tried lots of different locations. I knew it was a good idea and I knew it was going to fly and I knew I just had to hold my ground and keep going with it basically because it was really shifting mindsets for people. I have seen a big shift, I reckon probably in the last year and a half, a very big shift. And the biggest shift has started to happen um, in November when we launched the two first two interstate walks. So it's kind of been like, it was like <laughs> that for a while. And I just, but I just kept going because I knew, I knew, I knew in my heart of hearts that I needed to do this. And you know, nothing good comes without a struggle. Right. And I love that self-belief. And, and you know, you said to show up. Show up. And just keep doing yeah. it and keep doing it. And that perseverance yeah. is really important yeah. in business. Yeah. You know, whether it's a walk or, you know, in, yeah in whatever aspect but you know show up yeah and <laughs> even like with the walks and stuff people come every week because that's that's kind of the value i've set around it like we show up like we turn up the walks only work if people turn up mm. they don't work you know if you're going to dip in and out that's not like throwing yourself into a community is it that's just oh, i'll take what i need from that and then i'll go 
the idea of the happiness hunter is we grow this together, we're better together. But for us, for that to achieve, for that success to actually happen, we all have to show up, you know. Mm. And what's amazing now happening is actually the community is bigger than me. Like it's beyond, it's, it's bigger than me now. And that gives me no end of joy. So I'll see, you know, people communicating after a walk in Adelaide and there'll be a thread going and there'll be, you know, 10 people commenting and saying how much fun they had and how awesome their afternoon's been and they can't wait till next week, you know. And so this idea of... A, it's it's a local community that's connected to a, a bigger community, you know. So that it's it's a it's a wonderful thing, and I'm yeah I'm really excited. Yeah, I can hear that. I'm getting goosebumps listening yeah. to you talk. So you've talked about you know they're united through this passion to get out and yeah. be a part of something, and then you've mentioned those challenges of yeah. getting people out. What is it that you have found really motivated? What was it you know? And you're saying that year and a half you've really had that yeah. the ramp up. What is it that you think's motivated people to, to come and keep coming back? So I think part of what I've done as well, so the whole way through as well, I've posted a photo after every walk of the people that went on the walk with beautiful, heavy smiles on their face saying, you know, we had the best walk. And they go up consistently after every walk. And, you know, this is how you can come. This is how you can book for next week. So what's basically happening is people have seen these photos and seen the walks and they all know, everybody knows the happiness hunter in the walks. And... It goes in individual other people's threads because everybody tags themselves in the photos. You know, they want to be associated with it. So I think what's big thing that happened was that it just hit some point of critical mass, you know, where enough people saw it and they saw it enough times. And so because it's just, I mean, anybody can come on the walks. They're open to anyone. So basically what we've got, it's just a very diverse and inclusive community. Anyone can come on these walks. So what's actually starting to happen now is because it's just random networks of people, they're bringing in their people from networks that 10 steps removed from any network I might actually be in, if that makes sense. So I think that's been a big part of it. Gotten much better with um, marketing. So we do marketing flyers. Obviously, I think the podcast has really helped. But the biggest thing, and this is true of any community, the best way to grow your community is to just be very clear about your vision, but also know that it will grow through word of mouth. And I've always wanted the growth of the Happiness Hunter to be organic because that's sustainable. If it's an organic, if it's actually people wanting to come because another person has told them it's a good thing to do, that's actually how you grow a community. Yeah, and I, and I really like that, the consistency. Yeah. So you're just saying consistent yeah. and you're consistently posting the photo. Sometimes consist- it was just me with a selfie. <laughs> no, I'm not joking, yeah. but I had to do a lot of work to get over myself about that. I was like, guys, come and join me for a walk next week Like, because I'm a coach. Like, And I have mentored and coached people through these walks, you know, and that's actually how I built my leadership team for the Happiness Hunter was people were coming on walks and then the leadership, I was like, how am I going to grow this? And then it's like there's a leadership group of some sort. So then... And they're like my best friends, these people. And now they're mentoring other people. You know, we're just doing it because we want to do it and build a better, more connected community and change the world, you know, one person at a time. Because true, true change only happens when we change ourselves. So yeah. how do we teach people and enable and give people the tools to do that? We can just talk to them on a walk. Mm. And what have you found has been your biggest challenge in, in building this and throughout this process? I think the biggest challenge for me has actually been about maintaining that faith and really, you know, am I meant to be doing this? Because I used to charge for the walks. There's, there's had been a few different models with the walks and initially there was a membership thing and then there was a casual thing and then I just woke up one morning and this was actually where there was quite a big shift actually where I just went, you know what, 
these walks are free and the, the, uh, there's a business around the Happiness Hunter but the walks are like the beating heart of the business, that real true sense of community because it never sat right with me asking people to pay money to come on a walk. I'm like the idea of this is that it's free, like the whole idea is there's no barriers to anybody entering, you know, and that is obviously formed part of my sales funnel, but that was never kind of the intention. When I had that shift within myself, that was never the intention behind it. And so I think for me, that has been one of my biggest barriers is how do you keep going when you're not making money, you know, and you've got to hold that, you absolutely have to hold that vision, like in your heart, like just hold it. Mm. And know, you know, when you feel like you're called to do something, you just have to kind of do it. And so I think that has been one of the biggest challenges for me to just to not to not lose sight of that. Mm. But I didn't. Yeah. And now I'm here, you know, Which and I'm showing other people how to do it. Like I've, sh I've I'm at like, it's like a waste shower, you know, it's like, this is how you can do it, guys, you know, and it is challenging and hard, but this is how you can actually change your life, you know. Mm. And finding, you know, people mm. that can respect and it, support and encourage yeah. that is so important yeah. you know as you say you know when you if you're not making money and you're, you're doing this and spending a lot of time there can be that feedback yeah. of why it, people couldn't understand what I was doing but then that you know that was a lot of my work was it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks because I'm following what feels right for me and I think if you are a community leader that if if you're not passionate about it and you're not called to it in your soul you really need to question why you're doing it mm. Yeah. You know, if you truly want to be a leader of a community, what is your driver and your motivation for that? And being clear about that, because when you are clear about that, you can push through any, any, any barrier. Yeah, well, and, and I loved you, your statement before and you said, you know, we're going to spread happiness and change the world. Yeah. Like, there's no barrier. There's no, world this peace. Is not, this is no, like, it's, like, no, I'm not joking. Yeah, like, I've got no. up and talked about this. And I, I said, believe like, you. No, like, the, the true vision, the mission for this is like world peace. And you know how world peace happens when we're all taking 100% responsibility for our own sense of inner peace mm. and the happiness hunter just is a, a, a one of the vehicles in this world for people to learn how to do that yeah so you mentioned communication and you were doing some flyers and things yes. like that so what how have you built this community as far as platforms for spreading your message so there's a few things that we do very active on facebook um i've got a newsletter which i'm actually that's one of my goals for 2017 is to become a lot more um diligent with actually a lot more structured with my time so weekly communication just as a blog or whatever that i'm sending out regularly and uh so i can sort of build that looking at how i can actually uh build the online community as well so there's a the, we've got the happiness hunter boot camp which is basically the next step from the walks but that's actually how we're going to grow the walks by getting people to do that program and then step them into the leadership program so actually looking at how i can um, be a bit more strategic with that uh, we've got the flyers obviously but i'm also using eventbrite as the booking system so we ask people to book to come on the walks and i looked at doing meetup but i decided to go through eventbrite i don't want to run the happiness hunter as a meetup because it's a little bit different than that so lots of people find it through Eventbrite. And the reason I chose Eventbrite was because it's the best, well, you know, platform on the market. The walks are free, so there's no charge associated for me with that. But it's got a fantastic search function within it. Mm -hmm. And it's a really, it's a nice streamlined process for people to book through. So that's helped a lot as well. People are finding it through a huge amount of word of mouth. And also too, people are coming actually across it. Um, I speak at a lot of events. Um, I'm involved in a lot of different networks. People who are 
part of the, the Happiness Hunter community are also part of networks and they go and they're all talking about the Happiness Hunter and you should come on a walk and stuff. So people are coming because they've heard about it through other networking things. And uh, people will also find it through just searching for, like we, I also offer like a retreat through the Happiness Hunter. So they'll find, they'll be looking for a retreat and then they'll stumble across the walk. So sort of the walks are kind of, as I said, they're the, the central component of what the Happiness Hunter is about. There's other bits, but, but they all filter into each other. And I think that has helped enormously mm. as well. Having interconnected messages. Interconnected, yeah, it's, it's all the same thing. It's just different ways of accessing it. Well, yeah. thank you so much for joining me, Fiona. Thanks for having me, Amelia. In conclusion, though, I'd love it if you could share with me Fiona's Be The Drop tip. So that's your top communication tip. Be yourself. And there was no question there. Be you just yourself. have to be yourself. Like, just run your own race. Mm. And the rest will follow. The rest will follow, yeah. Thank you so much, Fiona. Such a pleasure. <laughs>